Welcome beautiful souls to Teach Travel Talk, where I'm your host, Megan, (laughs) and I just want to first say thank you so much for being here, listening to my words, and you don't know how much it means to me, so thank you. I have so much appreciation for you, and you inspire me to keep going with this podcast and to keep going with everything else that I am working on in my life. Doing these mini courses for you and just giving out information because I want all of us to be successful. And that is why I created Teach Travel Talk to help us teach one another how to travel through this human experience by talking and sharing our stories. It has been such a pleasure to not only get to share with you my words and my wisdom that I have gained over these last 29 years on being in this human form, but also from other amazing souls that I have been able to connect with and share their stories as well. I know that I have been doing a lot of solos lately, but there's been a lot coming through me at the moment as I'm going through a transition period of, and I think the whole world is right now, of becoming a higher vibrational person. And sometimes it can definitely be overwhelming and it can take a lot of our power from us because we are working so much on ourselves like we should be doing. We should be focusing on ourselves and doing a lot of self-care. So I really wanted to talk about the different tools that I use that help me to get myself to a higher vibrational place. So today I really just wanted to take you through those different elements that help me to ground myself, to center myself, to align myself because Well, we all need that. And if anything resonates with you, please take it. Ask me questions. Um, You know, I give a lot of classes. So there are a lot of worksheets or prompts that I have for people to help them through this journey. Because again, I want all of us to be successful. Not just one person, all of us. Because all of us deserve it. No matter what you have done in your life, because we are all capable of doing the worst things humanly possible. Well, that's why we came to be human. But it doesn't mean that we have to stay stuck in that rut. Or we have to stay stuck in that identity of being this bad person. Because we're not. We make bad choices. We've made mistakes. We all have. We've all been there. But now, it's time to turn a new leaf. It's time to blossom into that amazing flower that you were born to be, that ray of sunshine, because we all deserve to be that beacon of love and light, and we all have it within us. It just takes a little time to uncover these, our, well, our true potential, and it is a grueling task. When we go down the spiritual awakening It can be so difficult for many of us because, unfortunately, you have to go back to that darkness. You have to sit in that darkness. You have to accept that darkness, forgive that darkness, and realize that it's always going to be a part of you. But that doesn't mean that it has to be the end of you. 
It just means that you have to learn this duality in life. That without all of that darkness inside of us, we want to be able to appreciate this amazing bright light that we are. And we came here to learn both sides of that. So again, today, I just want to go over a lot of different ways that have really helped me throughout my journey to get me to where I am today. And again, the spiritual journey is a forever journey. You are never going to stop with this journey, ever. There's no, you get to this one place and aha, everything is perfect and fine and all bubbles and light. No, it just gets easier. It gets easier for when the darkness comes or bad things in our life come for us to, well, accept it for what it is and not dwell on it, not allow it to consume us, to control us, but allow it to, well, be again what it is. And what it is is typically here to help us, to guide us, to teach us. It is here for a reason. And sometimes it can be very hard to find those reasons. And it might come years later. It might come in that moment that you understand why you had to go through this or someone came in your life. But we all go through it. And sometimes that's all we have to remember is that, well, there's a lot of people out there that can help us through this. So I can't wait to share all of these different tools that... I've definitely picked up. And again, I do want to emphasize that every person is uniquely different and that is amazing. So a lot of things that have helped me and through my journey may not resonate with you and that's totally okay, but it's a worth trying and it's worth getting to know if these things do work for you or if they don't, but you never know until you try. So it's always a good thing to at least try these things. And again, if they don't resonate with you, stop them. Don't do them. If they're not helping, that's okay to let them go. It just means that it is not meant for you. But there are other things out there that were meant for you. And a lot of life is trial and error. So try these things. And if they help even just the slightest bit, keep doing them. Keep doing these simple little things that we can do in our daily life to help guide us, to help propel us, to help us throughout this human life. So let's get started. Welcome everyone. If you haven't joined our tribe already, come on over to Teach Travel Talk Tribe at facebook.com. I think I totally did that wrong. It's facebook.com slash teach travel talk tribe. (laughs) Um, But please come over and join the tribe. We would love to have you there. I know I would love to have you there. It is a space for like-minded people who, well, just want to get together and know that there are other people out there. And if you don't already know, I do have a mini course um, and I will link it down below and it just helps you to understand the basics of what a spiritual journey is like and what you might encounter throughout that journey. Just because a lot of people don't realize what a spiritual awakening entails and what you must go on. And again, once you start, it's really hard to stop that process. So becoming in tune to what you're going to experience, what you're going to go through 
is a very powerful thing to know. So today we are going to be talking about the different tools that have really resonated with me in my season of life over my lifespan that has really helped me capture me into the spiritual awakening. Now, I will say my spiritual awakening, as I get deeper and deeper into my spiritual awakening, I realize my spiritual awakening happened, well, at a really, really young age. And I'm so thankful for this because not only did I get to experience death at five years old and have that propel me into, well, who I am today. And without that process, I wouldn't be where I am. And after experiencing that, you know, that was the first time I had an out-of-body experience and I got to see the world around me for what it is and not what we think it is. And I saw that there was so much more to life than what our little human minds put in this world. It is so much more than what we think and a lot of it is what we create. So a lot of times for me, looking back at that, it opened me up to this spiritual realm, this possibility that there was more out there, that there's more than meets the eye, that there's so much that I don't know. And that helped me to always have this curiosity about life, to constantly question everything that I know and to not just give in to what people are telling me but to constantly investigate to constantly ask questions and to constantly not just fall for what anyone tells me or fall for what society tells me I've always always (laughs) gone against that and I've loved that about myself because It makes that child side of me constantly come out and I love it. I love that children have this wonder for the world and that they always are constantly asking questions of, but why? (laughs) Why is it this way? And that is an amazing thing to have and it's an amazing thing for us to keep going with as an adult is to constantly keep questioning because well, we didn't come here to stay stuck. We didn't come here to stay the same. We came here to evolve, to change, to grow. And with that means that we constantly have to be changing. Even our thoughts, our mind, our beliefs, everything, they should change. We shouldn't be stuck in the same thing all of the time. We should be questioning We should be questioning if someone comes and starts talking to us about something and it resonates with us, but we say, oh, but my belief tells me that I can't believe in that. Well, maybe you should question your own belief. And that is something that I have loved to do. And I know that it is such a simple little tool is just asking why or really understanding why we have these beliefs. Did they come from our parents? Did they come from society? Did they come from something outside of myself instead of within myself? And that is what happens a lot in life is that we stop really truly believing in ourselves, believing in our intuition, believing in 
our true answers to ourselves and we start believing someone else's narrative of life. We start believing their stories. And well, that's what society is based on. It created what it wanted to and we are just helping project that narrative. So we have to stop and we have to start thinking for ourselves and start believing what we believe in, not just what other people are telling us. And I feel like for me, that is how I constantly have gotten these tools that have really helped propel me into this was having that first hint of, okay, I'm never going to let this wonder come out of me. I'm going to always question why. And when I feel stuck in a belief, I start questioning my own beliefs and I start questioning it and questioning it because, well, maybe I shouldn't be so stuck. Maybe I should be more adaptive and be able to flow with things and change and not be so adamant on my beliefs. And that has also helped me to not force my beliefs on other people because we all have amazing beliefs and they are uniquely ours. So just because I believe something doesn't mean that someone else's belief is wrong. It's their belief and my belief is my belief and it doesn't mean that my belief is wrong. It just means that, well, we're two different humans with two different perspectives. We grew up different and it's okay that we are all different. We're supposed to be different. We're not supposed to be the same (laughs) at all. And that is what happens is we start diminishing our light because we don't step into our true power. We don't step into who we truly are, our most authentic self, because we're so afraid to show that part of us. Because society has taught us to dim our light, to be like everyone else, to follow the crowd, to do what everyone else in society is doing. And that is what I implore you not to do. And that is what I've been fighting against my whole entire life is, well, not conforming, not to be programmed by everything around me, but by truly stepping into my power, stepping into my light and into my love and realizing everything is inside of me. I just have to bring it out. And this definitely helped me as I was going through my life. Um, I will say it really started in college when I learned that being away from people really can help you on your spiritual journey. So for me, I got away from my family and I'm not saying, you know, that my family was bad. I'm just saying that it helped me to step into my own independence. It helped me to figure out who Megan was, not Megan a part of this family who sees her as a child or sees her maybe as, you know, some angry teenager who has, you know, some issues, all of that stuff. I don't see her anymore. You know, I got to rewrite who I wanted to be instead of allowing people to tell me who I was supposed to be. And that was the biggest thing on learning how to set boundaries. And yes, I will say boundaries are hard. And it has taken me even from now, um, from college, that was what, 10 years ago, um, and still going. And I'm going to constantly have to re 
doing my boundaries, but it helped me so much to realize that a lot of who I was was not truly who I was. It was because other people told me, well, who I should be. And I said, well, I shouldn't be that person because you told me I need to be that person. But is that truly who I want to be? And a lot of me said, no, I didn't want to be this angry person who reacted all the time and who was just angry at the world. I didn't want to be that person anymore. And so that was the first lesson for me was learning how to set up boundaries with people and learning how to let people go out of my life that no longer serve my highest good. But not only in college did I learn that, I also learned that I had to let go of things that no longer serve me. And one of those biggest culprits in my life was alcohol. Now, alcohol is such a low vibrational um, <laughs> thing. <laughs> and it really, really can affect us, especially in our spiritual journey. Because it is a depressant. So it really, really um, brings down your vibration to allow the past to consume you. And that is why a lot of people just keep drinking and keep drinking to not have to think about the past. However, when they're in that state, they're constantly thinking about the past. And for me, I didn't like who I was on alcohol. And I didn't like that I could feel other people's energy starting to affect me when I was in that type of state. And that is what really happens is when we are constantly drinking alcohol, which is a low vibrational, we are allowing other things to enter our being, which can be, you know, other people's maybe thoughts, opinions. Um, It can even be from, you know, the spirit world. We're allowing these entities to come into us. Um, Not all the time. I'm just saying that it is more... Um, likely for that to happen if we are constantly um, drinking alcohol. And it is a poison for our body, which, you know, is not a good thing, especially as we are going down this spiritual journey. Um, You know, it's not helping us progress. And so that was one thing that definitely helped me to really start figuring out who I am and this, it's crazy. You think it's a um, not a tool. It's just like, oh, get rid of this habit. But it is a tool. It was such a tool to step into my power and realize that I didn't need alcohol. I didn't need it. I didn't need it to be around people. Um, I didn't need it to fit in. And my friends still accepted me. Even, you know, I would still go out to the bars with them. I just wouldn't drink anymore. And it was crazy because then I started really noticing how much we do are not aware of the things that we say. So another really big tool that I was taught as I was, you know, letting go of alcohol was being very aware of myself, what I was saying, 
what other people were saying. And it made me start listening to myself, which a lot of us don't listen to the words that we say before we say them. We just are reactors, which means that most of the time we're on autopilot and we're just spewing whatever we want, which can be very negative for us because, well, again, especially with the law of attraction, what you speak becomes your reality. What you think becomes your reality. So you have to be aware of your thoughts, your words, and your actions because that is going to propel you into, well, what you want to create into your reality. So if you're constantly drinking and getting depressed and getting in fights and being negative and complaining, well, guess what? The universe is saying, ah, you want to be there. So I'm going to give you more things to be angry about, to fight about, to complain about. I'm going to give you that. But if you're really impeccable with your words and listen to yourself and start switching your thoughts to something positive, you can see that you can do anything. So start learning that. Start learning how to, you know, if a complaint comes into your head, a negative thought, anything, stop yourself, observe that thought and switch it, transform it. And it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of practice, but being aware is super, super important on the spiritual journey because starting this, you are going to have to become aware of every little thing that you do. You have to stop living on autopilot and you have to start being present in the here and now, which means that you have to be aware of everything, which is, it's a beautiful thing to be aware. And again, at first, it can be really, really, really difficult to be aware of, you know, how negative you can be, how mean you can be with your words. I know listening to myself, it was really hard for me to realize, um, you know, I always thought I was a really nice person or, you know, that I didn't complain a lot or all of this. But when I started really, really being aware of it, oh my goodness, I started noticing that I complained about everything that, you know, I would pick fights with people just for the fun of it. And I had to stop. I had to stop myself. (laughs) So that was a really, really big tool for me was learning how to start listening to myself, how to stop myself and think before I say things and I'm still I'm still working on that. Again, everything I'm teaching you, I'm going to constantly be working on this for the rest of my life. But they were such helpful tools to keep me going on this journey. So after that, what really, really helped me was to start journaling. I know that I've talked about this so many times in my past podcast and a lot of my guests have also shared this with you but journaling is such a powerful tool for us to be aware of ourselves and not just ourselves but our thought patterns um for me I started journaling and it started off as like a food journal because I really wanted to really be aware of what I'm putting into my body um how much I'm putting into my body However, you know, I kind of couldn't keep track of that. So then I kind of just started doing like a daily 
to-do list. And as it grew, it just kept growing into, okay, then I would say what I was doing that day. Then I started writing about how I felt that day. And it just keeps expanding me. And I love being able to go back to my journals and it's so eye-opening to me because one thing I got to learn about myself, you know, was these destructive maybe behaviors that I had or these thought patterns I had or a lot of things that were harming me and not of my highest good. But it was nice to be able to see that and to see these patterns and being like, wow, Megan, I can't believe that you know, you, you do the same thing all the time. You, um, maybe with boys, you know, it's just like, oh, I fall really hard for boys and, you know, seeing like, oh my goodness, I've only known them for a few weeks. And it's like, whoa, what Megan, come on. Like (laughs) we got to get on top of this. (laughs) So, you know, being aware of that is so powerful And again, your journal can be whatever you want it to be. I know that I also have a dream journal because our dreams are super powerful in our subconscious mind is trying to help us, to guide us, to teach us things in our waking life. So they're a very powerful tool for us as well. And I love dream interpretation. Um, You know, with dreaming a lot of times we are so focused on um, the pictures that are in our head and it's funny because our subconscious kind of speaks to us in those feelings. So how do you feel in that? Like maybe someone's chasing you but like do you feel okay? Do you feel happy? (laughs) You know so feelings are very important in dreams as well and that was something that I really really um had to start learning was learning how to interpret my dreams and learning um, how it corresponds to my life and what my subconscious is trying to teach me, whether it's teaching me to let go of things, whether it's teaching me to set up more boundaries with people, um, whether it's teaching me I'm on my right track or maybe I'm not on the right track and I need to do something different. Um, Journaling, both just journaling daily and dream journaling is super powerful tools that I have used, um, throughout the last about, um, I want to say eight years now. And I still use them. I still journal not every single day. Um, but I do try to journal quite a lot. And especially when I get into maybe these moments of, um, the darkness kind of comes creeping in. That is when I need to journal the most. That. It's telling me that I need to release some type of feelings. I need to release something within me. So I need to let it go. And the best way to let things go is to write them down, to transform them from your body out onto a piece of paper. And letting it go. Truly, truly letting it go. And so this is um, a more recent one in the last few years that I've done, but I'm going to keep it with journaling just because um, they are the same. But so another really powerful thing to do is to burn, burn things. So write down things that you want to release, you want to get rid of. Maybe you need to write um, a letter to someone that maybe hurt you really bad or you know, you need to forgive yourself. Um, there are so many things that we can burn. And what you want to do is, you know, write down, you know, I release, 
you know, these negative feelings towards myself for, um, eating that cheeseburger. I'm (laughs) that's a silly example, but it can be even more, you know, um, prominent than that. Um, but writing this stuff down and being able to then burn it away. And with burning, you're going to constantly burn until you just feel that really, really release. I know many people think like, oh, I burn once and it's gone. No, 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 no. This has been in your body for so long. It has become a part of you. To get it out of your body, you have to be consistent with burning it, with writing it out, with releasing it and keep releasing and releasing and releasing it until you feel like there's no more I need to release. I've truly, truly released it. And again, that can be just with one thing. And then you're going to have to move on to another thing and release that. Because we, as humans, we have allowed these things to consume us, to take part of us, to become literally a part of who we are. These situations in our past or, you know, um, what we want in the future, we've let it shape us. We've literally let it become part of our DNA. So we have to allow it to be released, to let it go, or else we're constantly going to have those effects inside of us. We're always going to be triggered by something because we're not letting it go. So we have to really focus on really, really actively letting things go. And again, it may not resonate with you, but this has definitely helped me is constantly burning things. But I also like to burn things that I want to um, call in for myself as well. So whenever you are burning, whenever you are releasing something, you are you can either just burn the page as is, or if you want to roll it up, just make sure you roll it away from yourself, and um, right because you're letting it go away from you. Um, and if you ever want to call anything in, and if you do want to roll it up, roll it towards you so you are accepting it in. So another amazing tool that I have. Um, and I have a privilege right now of working around all of them right now is crystals. So I've always been drawn to crystals, even at a very young age, you know, if there was rocks everywhere, I would always be picking them up. I feel that I always knew their power and I always harnessed them. And For me, my first ever crystal was an amethyst. Love purple, amethyst. I was always wearing it. And it's so interesting to me because I fully didn't practice having crystals. I just was always drawn to this crystal and it was always telling me to wear it. So anytime I would get jewelry, an amethyst would always call to me and I would always get it and I would always be wearing it. And it was crazy to me because the days that I didn't wear it, I felt so different and a bad different. (laughs) And, you know, now after 10 years of constantly wearing amethyst, amethyst has told me that I no longer need it anymore. But the amazing things with crystals is that first we have to look at crystals are a frequency. They have so much wisdom and Oh, just so much power in them. They've been created over billions of years under pressure and having all of these different, you know, um, 
elements coming together to create this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful crystals. So for me, um, I know that crystals have a frequency and they have this higher vibrational frequency. They come from the earth, which is pure, pure love and light. So when we are constantly harnessing their power, we tap into their frequency when we get to a certain frequency, we can constantly tap into that frequency whenever we want. So for me with my amethyst, wearing it all the time, I, after 10 years, I now can call upon that frequency without even needing it in my presence. So that is why amethyst walked away from me. It told me, you know, it would just leave me. I would buy it. It would leave. It told me I no longer need its physical presence anymore. And now, you know, I'm going and working at a crystal shop, which is amazing. I love it. And really feeling the power that crystals have and allowing them to help me to harness the power that they have and realizing that I have that power within me. They're just a tool that is helping me to, one, become more aligned with myself And to really tap into these higher frequencies that I need to be at. Because once I allow these lower vibrational frequencies to affect me, it is much easier for us to stay in those low vibrations because they're easier to be at. But you have to work extra hard to get to these higher vibrations of love and joy. And it can be definitely difficult. But with the help of crystals. And again, not everyone is going to like crystals. Not everyone is going to understand them or want them. And that's totally okay. But for me, I have fully tapped into the power of crystals. I wear them constantly. I have an altar. Um, I have taught many classes on how to cleanse and clear crystals because what happens is our crystals want to help us. So they're just like burning, they're a way for us to transmute our emotions, our feelings, um, all of these negative things within ourselves and they pull them out of us. But what happens is they kind of have like a battery life. So once their battery gets full of all this negativity, we have to, that's a bad example, but hopefully you understand me. They get to this point where maybe their battery is no longer (laughs) with us anymore. It's dead. Well, that means that they have too much negativity in them and we need to release that negativity. And there are many ways that we can release negativity from crystals. You know, some crystals love having water baths. Water is such a healing um, element for us. You know, water's all around us. We are water. And, um, so again, make sure though some crystals don't like water and they can dissolve, um, but putting them in salt water or water, um, doing visualizations, especially with the ones that we wear daily and putting our intentions into them and also, um, visualizing them being cleared and cleaned. We can also, um, use sound Um, My favorite is using the full moon. So the full moon is to release everything from 
our crystals and the new moon, which is tomorrow. So if you have some crystals, go and put them out on your window seal and set some good intentions. So the new moon is to help bring in more powerful energy to our stones to help us. So on the new moon tomorrow, we can put them out, set some intentions, you know, what you want for this next month. Maybe, you know, you want, um, you know, help with your business. Maybe you want help with being aware of something. Um, Just set your intentions for what you want that new month to bring you and it will come. So um, yes, that is another one of my amazing tools that I've definitely been harnessing a lot, a lot more of, um, especially working at a crystal shop. Um, is helping guide myself. For me, I know that I am an empath, so I really, really pick up on other people's emotions and feelings, and I can take them on as my own. Um, And crystals really help me to protect myself, to help me to learn how to kind of put up my shield and not allow other people to um, step into my boundary and allow them to take over me which is not okay. (laughs) So, um, you know, they definitely help to protect me. They help to ground me, um, and so many other things. There's so many of them that do a lot of different things, but, and that is the biggest thing is that crystals pick you. Crystals know what frequency you need at that time in your life, and they will be drawn to you. They will come to you. Um, so allow them to come and to love you because, Oh, mine love me and I love them and they're just so beautiful and you know just meditating with them um, is a very powerful thing and you know that it what has been an amazing tool for me I know that I've shared this tool many times with you is um, meditation and just doing breath work we don't realize how powerful our breath can be but it is so powerful and it helps us to move things through our body. So again, most of the time we're on autopilot and we're not fully breathing. We're taking these very shallow breaths. And what needs to happen is we need to take the time to be able to take these nice, deep breaths. And the breath actually anchors us to the present moment. Because, well, we have to be aware of ourselves taking in these nice, deep, long breaths and then letting them go. So for me, I've definitely used breathing techniques as an anchoring for me to be present in the here and now. So anytime maybe I feel like I'm on autopilot or maybe I feel that um, I'm not doing what I should be doing or I'm going to react to something, I start taking these nice, deep, long breaths to help myself calm down, stay here in the present moment, and to really think about what is going on and maybe what I should be doing or what I need to do, (laughs) not what I should be doing, should is um, what other people should do, Um, but what I need to do within my life. So definitely learning that power and learning my own power and a really big huge power that we have is being aware of our breath and taking nice deep long breaths because that's what our body needs 
So one last tool that I am going to share with you um, that has been so powerful for me is doing affirmations. Affirmations is so huge and vital for us because again, it's speaking what we believe out into the universe. And definitely it takes a lot of time and practice because when we first start saying I am affirmations um, or just affirmations in general, it can be really hard to believe them because we've been so programmed to not believe in ourselves, to not believe in these things that we are saying, but we have to believe them. And over time, you start tapping into that belief of, you know, I am powerful. I am love. I am light, I am courageous, I am loved, all of these things that we can fully harness and tell ourselves. And the biggest tool with that is say to yourself in the mirror these I am affirmations. I have my I am affirmations written around my mirror. So I can look at it and say it to myself every morning, every night, when I just need a boost of confidence or I just need a little boost for the day, I go and say my I am affirmations. Um, They are super powerful and again, they help to guide you onto the right path because again, your words and your actions speak what you want into this world. So if you're constantly being negative about yourself or constantly saying how much you hate yourself or how you don't look good or all of these things, again, that's what you're attracting into your life. But if you're constantly telling yourself that you are beautiful, I am beautiful, I am powerful, all of these things, well, guess what? Your life is going to turn around. It really, really is, especially when you believe in it because you are what you speak. So speak with love, speak with honesty, speak with integrity, um, and tap into your powers that you have by casting these spells out into the universe and casting what you want. Um, especially something with words is the last, last, last thing is being grateful, um, being grateful for everything that you have, um, I will be coming out with a course soon about law of attraction, um, but this is definitely one of the little ingredients of law of attraction is being grateful for everything that we have, everything that is here, everything within our reach, just being grateful, being grateful for, you know, having this body, being grateful for having this experience and being here at this time in this place having these people around us, um, you know, I'm grateful for my car, I'm grateful for myself, I'm grateful for my family, Um, I'm grateful for the fact that I got to travel for four years, and just keep going with that. So every time before I go to bed, I always speak out what I'm grateful for. And I I definitely highly um, suggest that you go and you know, say what you're grateful for as well and to tap into that power. So I hope that this helped and I hope that something in here gave you some teachable moments because, you know, there are so many other tools that I use as well, but these are the ones that are definitely coming through for me today to share with you and 
to help guide you on your spiritual journey. And again, if you ever have any questions about any of these tools, how I can help you, please let me know. I do have my email down below. I have all my social media. So please get in contact with me because I love sharing um, this knowledge with you. And I love helping you because you deserve it. You are a ball of light that needs to shine very bright, and I want to help you to get there. So keep going on this amazing, wonderful journey, all of you. And if you know you try any of these or try them all, because again, trial and error through what you feel. Um, but I hope that this resonates with you, and I hope that you know even that you can share some tools with other people on you know, um, what helps you get through your dark times and help other people to realize that there are other ways to get out of the dark place. And sometimes it's as simple as, well, that you need someone to just talk to, that you need a tribe to help you and, and empower you to step into your power. So my beautiful, beautiful tribe of amazing souls, thank you so much for, again, being here at Teach Travel Talk to be here for one another as we are traveling through this human experience. And I can't wait until next Tuesday where... Who knows, maybe I will do another solo um, if I compelled to, or maybe I will have another amazing guest for you. Um, I, you know, just have so many, so many downloads right now are telling me to just speak and speak my truth and speak to help you all um, because that's what I came here to do. So I love you all and I hope that you have um, a magical month of October. And again, don't forget that the new moon is tomorrow. So if you do have any crystals um, or if you want to do moon water, put that on, on out. Set those intentions for what you want this next month to um, bring for you um, or maybe what you need help with. So put those intentions into there. And until next time, my beautiful, beautiful souls, namaste.